Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. But who do you sit back and you think about and say, man, you know, myself with him was my best self? Demarcus Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, I will say, Claire, you know, I, I gave I gave your sister your first ever World Cup goal. So yes. that, hey, he was no, shooting. Yes. He, was, he was trying to shoot. Yes. That's my that's my claim to fame. You know, was shooting. You know, that's my claim to fame. Hey, that was a great that, that is a depth, that is the truth. That is that is my greatest moment in soccer. Wow! Because of Beasley, that's wow. that's that's real right there. Gentlemen, welcome to the Crack Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Crack Podcast. I'm so glad to be here with Demarcus Beasley. I am Abricio Mookie Wilson, and we have the scholar, Mr. Clemson Oguchi Onyewo. How you feeling, fellas? All good. Listen, Gusta wants to talk about it, but I just want to kind of uh, reiterate how proud of you are, we are of you going back to finish up your degree. And recently you walked on the stage with the mask on at Clemson. How did it feel, my brother? It was um, obviously it was great to be there with my parents. I wanted to do it in December, but nobody felt real comfortable. So we um, opted to, to, to walk in May, but it was great to be back on campus. Um, obviously, a lot of things has changed in 20 years, but um, it was great. You know, the ceremony was wonderful, and I think uh, it was a really good uh, present to my fam, to my family, to my parents, who I promised 19 years ago to complete my degree uh, when I left school. So, you know, it was great. Clemson's been awesome. Clemson <laughs> Tiger forever. So, uh, is that is that is that why you're wearing the shirt? Yeah. Why are you hating? That was so nice. I, that, I can't even ask a question, and bye, I'm hating. Bye, bye, bye. Yes, that is why I'm wearing the shirt. That's it. All right, all right. I appreciate just, it. I appreciate no, it. Yeah, I'm just saying, is that why you're wearing the shirt? That's it. You no, know, I get a little aggressive. Sometimes. You get no, 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 no. You get sensitive. There's a, there's a big difference. Big, big difference. No, so why big you difference. Why, why are you going to? You get, you get sensitive. Why you, you, you got to put, put business out there right now? You, <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know, Oguchi and Ye was very sensitive. <laughs> I think people that know you do know that. First of all, it's my birthday, so you can't say nothing about me today. Yes, sir. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered from all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website now, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Well, first of all, it's my birthday, so you can't say nothing about me today. Yes, sir. True. And Bruce, I'm glad you said that because you're 39 years old and we wanted to bring on a great friend of ours to help celebrate (laughs) all the way from the West Coast. Slick Rick. My brother, our brother, and your brother. Give it up for my man, Slick Rick. Oh, oh shit, hold up. Fresh Uh-oh. out of surgery. 
<laughs> what up, if you don't know who Ricky Lewis is, uh, I, I'm uh, sure uh, you do if you're a footballer. My man sure. was a, a Clemson grad, MLS player, youth national team player, um, all-around baller. Uh, there you go. You Ricky good? You can hear us? Oh, yeah, that was good, babe. What's up, fam? Oh, man. <laughs> And now my boys are sales rep for Striker, one of the huge, biggest companies. And uh, I'm just so proud of you. You have a chance to come here, my brother. How you feeling? What's good, man? I'm feeling good, man. I'm straight from the operating room to the car. Love uh, it. The crack, man. I was just listening to the uh, to the episode with Weston, man. Y'all had me rolling when y'all talking about Beezus Hairline. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know you ain't told you all hit it like me. I know, man. I tell you, the corners where to start, man. I'm telling right? you, man. Your hair shining right now, goddamn. Shining, bro. Shining. <laughs> tell you what, though, Ricky shining. used to have them waves, boy. Oh, <laughs> have them waves. Had them boys seasick. Had them boys seasick. <laughs> I see you. With, is that does that say Clemson graduate? Is that what that says over there? <laughs> baby, come uh, on, man. I'm trying to catch up to you, man. I'm trying to ready, look at you. Ricky fresh out of out of surgery. Probably yeah, yeah. somebody's liver back together or something. By a face, really, really, oh, there really, and truly. Yeah. Hey, yeah, hey Ricky, so. I know you have such a crazy day. I, I'm so happy you made time for this big head goose to come on here. Uh, yes, I mean, for all of us. But I need you to give us a moment because y'all know you spend so many birthdays with goose, like goose face. So many birthdays with goose. <laughs> give us. Y'all need a story of a great night. We all had a uh, oh. celebrating Gucci's birthday, man. G-rated. Uh, G rated or PG? <laughs> no, say what nah, you want. Rated R. It's the crack. It's the crack. I heard it's the least, crack. So at how... least PG thirteen. No, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep it. Uh, I'm a happily married man, so I'm gonna keep it uh, PG thirteen. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So so uh, so one one year we we've had many birthdays and gosh, I can I can't even tell you how many nights out, but one night in particular, one night in particular stands out. Eleven years ago uh 2010 in milan and gucci already knows where i'm going with this um we uh you know i'm in milan i fly over hang out with my homie for a week um and uh he's like hey man we're going to a house party tonight i'm like okay cool you know a little barbecue five o'clock start whatever cool so we pull up and i mean this is a massive palace right they got people (laughs) parking cars i'm like man gucci where we at he just got this. He just got this little smile, you know. He can't wait to show me what's going down. So we walk in the house, and I still don't really know what's going on. I see people walking into the house, and we're getting escorted down to the basement floor, which was like a nightclub. And the first person I see running around the house was Ronaldinho. Wow! And I look at Gooch, and I said, "Boy, where are we at?" <laughs> I never forget. I never forget. There was a sign on the top that said, "Welcome to Avatar World." And I was Welcome like, and I, and I see Lucio, I see all these different, you know, world-class footballers, girls, models. I mean, it was just, it was insane. Yeah, so cut it off right there. That's it. We both yeah. happy right now in our relationship. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's just snip it right there. Yeah. Come it. on, man. We talk about 11 years ago, Goose, baby. You can, you hey, know, the, hey, the, the, first word, the first words out of Ricky's mouth was, I'm a happy married man. <laughs> <laughs> we preface it with that. So If you don't uh, know, uh, Ricky's a girl, uh, a girl dad. He has three beautiful um, daughters who already look like they're going to be better footballers than you, Ricky. Yeah, for real. For real. But yeah, my wife, man, I got three pistols at the house. So. <laughs> boy, boy. I don't wish that. B's a, B's a girl dad, too. Yes. Yeah. 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 But he ain't three. He ain't three times. Yeah. yeah, 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 one. Man. So, but, yeah. 
But, but Ricky, one thing, um, I, you know, I love to you to, you know, I'm so proud of you. It's not only that you are a great footballer, but you transition, you know, off the field to be a, such a stud and success um, at a huge company like Stryker. And um, I know you are very vocal and, and very passionate about helping players transition from the football world to uh, to outside. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. are you part mm-hmm. of are you part of score? And what's going on? Uh, are you doing um, to, to 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 with that initiative? Yeah, man, I get the emails. Uh, I'm in touch with Gooch and Alan Hopkins. Uh, big respect to those guys. I love what they're doing with bringing uh, diversity, equity and inclusion into the football world it's much needed it's overdue uh we need more people like us in the front office and coaching ranks so really proud and, and, and to be a part of that and uh like you say Mo, yeah man i'm i'm super passionate about that because that transition from from footballer life to the real world is real mm-hmm. it is very real and uh I'm, I'm so glad that gooch went back and got his degree uh, i did the same and without that piece of paper man i wouldn't be where i'm at now and I feel very fortunate and blessed to be able to, you know, be in a position where I can provide for my wife and children. Um, and it just it just opens up the door for other opportunities. So but the transition is real. So it, it's a matter of getting uh, more people in hiring type positions that can help set that blueprint for footballers to make that transition. Because when you're in the football world, that's all you know. That's all you yeah. see. You don't always think about the next step. So while you're a footballer, use your platform to capitalize on that and, and open up some doors and other opportunities. So you are already set for when you uh, make that transition. And my wife is a, you know, clear example of that as well. So. And if you don't know, his wife is uh, Leslie Osborne, a Olympic gold medalist and uh, hall of famer, uh, us women's national team. But that's, that's besides the point. But listen, no, she's the real footballer in the house. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I, I, battle in that household. Oh man. Yeah, I'm man. hearing it right now. I'm hearing it right now because Santa Clara, is in the final four of the women's Clemson. tournament. And of course, Clemson, they beat Clemson. Yes. And I, I mean, the, sh- the amount of shit that I got to hear. <laughs> Sorry for cursing. But now my nanny, our, our nanny, our first and second string nannies are both on the women's soccer team at Santa Clara. Wow. So everybody in my house has been to a final four except for except me. For you. So <laughs> as you can imagine, I got to hear it all the time, man. So wait, can you, can you explain this first string and second string nanny? What, what is that? Oh, about? yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, money, yeah, bees. So, That's money, bees. That's money. That's money. <laughs> no, hey, I, hey so, you know me. You know me. I catch shit. You can't, yeah. like I said before, you can't just roll by that shit like good. that. Yeah, yeah, You that have a good. first string nanny and a second string nanny. Explain. Well, well so, so, so first string is if Alex, who's our first string, and I wouldn't even say she's our first, but she's more, she's been with us for longer. I'll say it like that. So Alex, uh, big up to Alex. She just signed to go uh, play in the NWSL, so she'd be a pro footballer. So when she's not available, we call in Vanessa. <laughs> And so Vanessa, <laughs> we call in. Do you give yellow cards? Do you have we call up Vanessa? Do, do you yeah, meet them after every, after every performance? Oh man! Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. All this we, man's yeah, made it when he got first, second, third string nannies. Uh, right? yeah, I love it. I love it. Got, and they all footballers. The that is brilliant. All Your dentist is a footballer. Your mailman's a footballer. Oh, that's it. That's oh, it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's Yo, but Rick, you know the game, man. So. We love you, brother, and thank you for making time, man. I know you have yeah. many lives to save and, uh, and and big things to do, you know? Slick. Big respect, man. Appreciate it. you like cook food, brother. Hey, I appreciate man. Love you, y'all, man. Appreciate love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank you yeah, yeah. for keeping that story uh, where, where it needed to be. <laughs> oh, pump the brakes on it. We'll let You're a better man than uh, me. We'll lead it to their imagination. So, all, all right, right, fellas. Love y'all, man. Stay up. Peace. All right, peace.
You know what, Mookie? A lot of your surprises I don't get down with on, <laughs> but this one I can I can I can dig. I can dig. I appreciate you, that. You don't want to elaborate on that story? A little bit. Not on air. <laughs> um, we, you know, once this is all wrapped, yeah, we can we we can talk about that story some other. I'm talking time. about on air. Everybody want to know. Oh. Everybody want to know what. I mean, like like you said, we got down. He said it was a barbecue. We had some chicken, some ribs. <laughs> you know, there was Ren music running around. Music, and then we went home. Pretty much. Oh, that was it. Okay, that's all, all right. I remember. Oh, that's all you remember. That's all I recall. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll keep it at that. Thank you. That. Appreciate that. Hey, bees, man. You made history last week. Your your franchise had a first ever Fort Wayne FC game. How did it go? Did you guys win? Did you jump on the field and try to play? Did you have a jersey <laughs> on the locker room? Man, it uh, no. First, first and foremost, yeah, it was a, it was an amazing uh, feeling to to see the team walk out uh, before before the game, uh, just to see all the hard work come to come to fruition. That was that was pretty special uh, to have a team on the field that was able to represent uh, Fort Wayne, who we are as a as a team, as a club. So that was and, that, and just in that aspect, it was great. Uh, the game didn't go as, as, as well as planned. <laughs> we got a red card in the first 20 minutes uh, when our players a little bit just too over, overexcited. Uh, and it, it was a red card. You know, it was a red card. Um, but can, can, uh, can you explain how that red card happened? Uh, he, you know, when you get a, you know, when someone's in front of you and they're shooting the ball, mm -hmm. and then but you kind of lean into them and then they fall over and then you kind of mm -hmm. like fall on top of them. But, you know, our player, he fell on top of him, but he, he did step on his back. Oh, <laughs> yeah so it was it was uh no i did not no but it was no but he, he understands he, he made a mistake and mistakes happen you know but we got his back we we told him that you know it's okay uh the, and the, the the one thing that i will say about the team we ended up losing three now but the one thing i will say that my team they never gave up you yeah. know and that's that's one thing i we can i can never you can never lose in, a, in any sport, but more so soccer because it's a team game. You know what I'm saying? So even though we're down a man for 70 minutes, you know, if one if one guy made a bad pass, somebody was there to rant, uh, mm -hmm. run for him. If someone made a mistake, there was always someone trying to cover. So that was that was refreshing. That was something that was very, very positive in the game. Um, and But, yeah, give credit to to uh, uh, the team, the, the other team, you know, that they, they do that do win the game and that's it. But very proud of my boys that they came and they fought and they battled. Very proud. Definitely. Definitely. Great, yeah. man. Honestly, that's that's history, um, not only for the club, but for you, man. I was, you know, I, I sent you a message. Good luck and everything. And, you know, unfortunate with the result. But, you know, it's a learning experience for them. And, and I think it's a it's a great uh, large leap. Yeah, the club and its yeah. history and you know it can only get better from here so congratulations appreciate it thank you yeah i mean there's a lot of things that went on behind the scenes that uh you know we don't like to make excuses uh about but you know it's the first game we have a lot more to go a lot more time to to get our team ready to play each game so uh well, but we're ready man. we're ready for the challenge we're excited and um you know i can't wait to play we play again on sunday so i'm excited for that hey wi-fi bees did i go out again no, me, I'm saying, with me. you know, if you freezing up a little bit, I'm just giving you. Oh, did I? Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, the warning. <laughs> it don't say nothing on my. I don't say nothing on my shit, so I'm straight. I'm I mean, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, that might be your Wi-Fi. Yeah, that might be your. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we always come with treats, and I'm so proud um, to have as a guest uh, today somebody who I think is the best U.S. national team player to ever step on the field. Definitely the most exciting. And people talk about Kristen Pulisic. 
and others and Claudia and uh, Gio Reyna, but the first to do it on a high level, playing the English Premier League, over 57 caps for the national team, scored tons of huge goals in Europa, Premier League, and some reason, He's always based in London. The man playing two teams in Premier League and never left London. I don't know how he did it, Bees. But, uh, but definitely a legend in our eyes. I want to give a big round of applause and much love to Mr. Clint Dempsey. Clint. What's up? What up? Man, hey, I'm trying Clint. to get this, this video stuff, man. I don't know what's going on, dude. You know, you know Clint don't know technology. Man, I'm out here in the woods, bro. <laughs> hey, how do you do this, for real? Yo, push start video. Yeah, press on the bottom left. It should say start video. Oh, hey! What's up? Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're the only one that we've introduced with the the intro music. So this this, oh. this, this is a yo, this is a big moment for us. You know what man. I'm saying? We, we ain't never had nobody come in with the intro music, but you, Clint Dempsey, the man, the myth, the legend of you, who you are. No, we had to, we had to give you the intro, intro music. Though. Like and, Michael and, Jordan coming right? out. Saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, listen, we also, we also grew our beards because of you. Okay, there we go. Became, became country. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yo, but, yo, but how you don't have gray hair in your beard yet? Man, I do. Got a little, little close, but I hey, hey, you you dying your shit, ain't you? You know he dying it. No, no, man. How you feeling, baby? I'm, I'm feeling good, country. man. How y'all doing? You know, a year older, chilling, wiser, yeah. all that. Today, today is Gucci's birthday. Today's your birthday. Hey, happy birthday, bro. It's your birthday, right here, man. Respect, respect, respect. I finally came through. Yeah, I said, I said, I need Clint on my birthday. Ain't nobody seen her. This man's been ducking and dodging. We got to get him on the show. Yeah, I was like, the Matrix, bro. Podcast, you can miss me with that. Yo, hey, Clint, real, before we start, real talk, how many interview requests have you had since you retired? Uh, Just give it a ball. Really ball. Not yeah, that yeah. many. To yeah. be honest with you, not that many. I mean, legitimate uh interview stuff i mean it hasn't been that many yeah this man it's turned like off four or five what's up <laughs> turned off his phone that's why and nobody can catch, get catch me bro i'm in the woods and no cell phone service that's what's up that's what's up New phone. <laughs> so clint man like again you know we so honored and we had to do it on gucci's birthday to have you here my brother because not only a phenomenal player, but you know we all love you as a friend and and uh, them guys as teammates and then me as a fan. You know what I mean? Uh, I think first thing you want to know where the hell are you right now? I'm in North <laughs> Carolina, bro. Get My wife car. is from this area uh, near Pinehurst. Pinehurst, wow. Yeah, and, and, and that that's closest to what big city? Raleigh. Okay. So if you're gonna fly in, be R R D U. Got you, got you, got you. And, and what, what brought you there? How'd you end up in that, that neck of the woods? Well, my wife Literally. kind of followed me around with what I did for a living. I always kind of said, you know what? We'll kind of get back to where you're from Beautiful. since you made the sacrifices of following me around. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to be here. It's it's similar to, to what it was like growing up in Texas. It's real green, a lot of woods, nice. a lot of lakes. And uh, it's not too far uh, from Texas. It's a short flight. And, uh you know, it's kind of like, it's always kind of felt like a home here because that's where we, uh, after we got married, we had a place that we kind of kept all of our stuff. And only in the summertime is 
all the all the guys know with uh, playing in Europe, you only get a few weeks off uh, every year, and that's kind of where I'd hang my hat. So, uh, so you'd it, always it go kind back of to sense. North Carolina. What's up? You'd always go back to North Carolina on the off season. Yes, sir. Nice, nice. nice. Well, I split time. I'd have like twenty one days. I do like ten days in Texas because I got to show love to my fam and being out there, and then I like ten days here. Right. So, so it seems to me she's from a, a big family and she's big on family. Obviously, that's what brought you guys together. huh? For sure. We met in college. Uh, she's from a family of four. I'm from a family of five. And then uh, now we have five kids. So it's like that's dope. It's, it's like stepping on an ant bed. That's what my life is like. <laughs> that's where them gray hairs came from. For real. Everybody uh, wanted to know where Clint's been for the last three years. He's been making babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, making babies, hunting, fishing, golfing and being an Uber driver for these kids, man, I tell you what, driving yes. up and down these roads. <laughs> Gives no you an joke. appreciation for what our parents did for us back Man, our parents are the, they the real heroes. That is for sure. Mm. That's what having kids will teach you. Definitely. All your kids footballers? Yep. All of them playing the game. And, wow. you know, uh, they, they all, they'll do a little bit of other stuff too here and there, just try to get them well-rounded and kind of figure out what they're passionate about. Don't want to kind of push them in one direction, but it's like, there's one thing I can help you in. <laughs> you go in this direction, I can help you a little bit more. So, so are, you telling, are you telling me we're going to see Clint Dempsey coaching his kids' team on the sideline? I don't know about seeing me coaching because uh, I don't know if I could deal with the parents. Yeah, uh, But I'm definitely definitely putting the arm around the shoulder of my boy's shoulder after the game or daughter's shoulder and just kind of saying – you know, in these different plays, what I saw, kind of what I like to see more of and, you know, try to, as long as they're having fun, but still trying to play it the, the right way. And um, it's, as y'all know, man, dealing with club soccer can be difficult as well. So it's, yeah. it's politics. It's, it's, a soap opera. it's a politics. It's soap opera. It's, it's crazy. Clint. I need to know which one of your kids got sugar feet like you. Mm. You know, whenever you're on the field, it was like an and one mixtape. So. <laughs> so, hey, you know, I was trying to put something on it. Um, <laughs> I'd say right now, I say my oldest son, but you need to watch out for uh, my middle son. He's a left footed. Wow. He's five year old, about to be six, but he's he's like built like a tank and yeah. he's got that fire, man. Um, but. Not to say that, you know, that my daughters won't get there, but if I had to say right now, Jackson and Clay, they uh they got they got some they got some some moves. They got some moves. That's what's up. So so I'm sure the the living room games are crazy in the house. Oh yeah, we got the the rule is inside the house you can kick around like a uh dodgeball type ball or one of those like one the the light ones you uh yeah, like Spider-Man ball yeah, or something yeah, you get yeah. from like Walmart, but then outside it's like it's the real like two v two, two v one, and we go we go at it kind of pickup style. Man, Clint, man, again, like, you know, everybody's wondering what you've been doing for three years, and and uh, kind of miss you away from the game. But do you think that you needed that to get away from the game a little bit and uh, kind of step away? You've been in the night for so I got, long. I got burned out uh, yeah. dealing with those two heart procedures, um, and then being able to come, come back and pl and play. How are you feeling with all that? I feel good, man. Thanks for asking. I mean, I, it was it was not life threatening what I had. It was just kind of career threatening, and also it was it, it it. I felt like I couldn't go at a hundred percent, and I don't know if it was mentally or if it just what my body was telling me. I felt like I was kind of stuck in a certain gear. You couldn't push it as hard as I I, I could before, right. and it's almost felt like 
being on a bicycle, you can't put it into that next gear on a mountain bike or something like that. So having that with, I don't know, you dealing with some of the politics sides of the game, dealing with, you know, your body getting, you know, older and, and more difficult to bounce back and the grind of it, which all of you guys, you know, everything about that, it wasn't as enjoyable and it was just good to take a step back and just do things that I enjoyed doing that during, uh, uh, you know, playing for club and country, you don't have much time to do some of the things that you would enjoy outside of the game because it's to, to, to keep going and, and operate on that high level. It's kind of like, you got to be all in. So definitely. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, was it, you know, was it tough when you, when you kind of figured out like, okay, you know, I need to stop. I mean, was it tough kind of realizing that you had to stop or is it more so, okay, I I need to do it. I'm okay with it because, you know, I need to look out for my, my, you know, my, my well-being and my body and my, you know, obviously for my family too. But did you feel a certain way when you said, okay, I got to stop or was it was kind of smooth sailing? It was, it was smooth in the sense that, I already had to look at myself in the mirror when I was getting that procedure done and was I going to be able to bounce back? And then I had it happen again where I needed to get the procedure because uh, the problem wasn't fixed. So there was always there kind of lingering. And then even me coming back um, that second to last year before I finished, I ended up having a productive season and, um, you know, we were able to make that run, get to the finals. We unfortunately weren't able to, to win it in Toronto, but by having looked at it then, at that that was all a bonus year, man. That was all ice on the cake to me in a sense. Wow. So wow. when it was time to step away, it was kind of and you know me, man. I've never been the one that's been like, man. I need to I need to let everybody know I'm gonna step away. We need to have this like last hurrah. Like I don't need anybody to treat me any different. Wasn't than your, how you treat wasn't your me. post like deuces right. or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it's like man, it's like I'm. It's been real, like. Like, thank you for everything, but I, I don't need any fake love. Uh, appreciate the people who rode with, with me during it. I remember y'all. We had a great time, but I, I, I don't, I was never that type of person that felt like I needed to do this last go around and soak it all in. I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed it. The memories what speak I, for themselves. What I, what I like what you said earlier, like, first of all, you're a legend, right? You know that. You don't got to say it. Yeah, y'all legends, man. <laughs> you know you've done some big things, right? You've you've achieved a lot. Um, but what caught my ears most was when you said I was burnt out, you know, and a lot of fans, a lot of people outside of this circle, they only see the games, they only watch in, they don't understand the dynamics that all the factors that play in, you know, uh, the travel, the family, the games, your body, injuries, politics. How much fun are you having? Like, yeah, like, you know, I'm sure for especially for you, because I remember early days watching you play. And I'm like, this man really just thinks he's on the black top, just doing moves on the field. Right. And and for me, I was like, he's having fun. This is what he likes doing. Right. And then at a certain yeah. point when it's not fun anymore, then you're just like, what am I doing this for? Right. Um, yeah. And and that's that that was really important that what you said, you know, you knew what time it was. You knew it was, you know. You, you could probably physically push yourself one more year, but you're just like, you know, is it worth it? You know, I, and also it's a motivation out there. You know what I mean? We didn't qualify for the World Cup. What was there left to play for? Mm. Yeah, try to win an MLS Cup. But, you know, no offense to MLS and people trying to do that. That just the World Cup out there is it's just that's that's the biggest stage possible. And when we didn't qualify, it was kind of 
dang, what, what's out there? What's, what's, what's there left to kind of to chase in a sense. And, you know, you still want to like finish strong and, and, and all that stuff, but you know, when you got a big fight, if you were a fighter or, or you know, us playing in, in big games and chance for big tournaments, when you got something that, that gets you up and like keeps you that motivated and it's out there hanging and you, you it's up there for the grabs and you don't have that. I think it's tough, man. And I, 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 I agree with that. And that was one of the reasons why I retired, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I was very vocal about my retirement when I, when I left uh, Houston, you know, it wasn't, you know, physically I could have played one more year, you know what I'm saying? But for me, it's literally, literally exactly what you said. The motivation of, you know, us not having a good season after season after seat, like what else, what is it? What else is it? I was, literally getting up and like, man, what am, what am I playing for? And I didn't want to cheat myself. I didn't want to cheat the game. I didn't want to cheat nobody else. So y'all know me. I was always the guy that's going to, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do what I got to do for the team to make the team win. And I kind of lost that a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because I was yeah. like, we're, we're losing every single game. We weren't make the playoffs. It was just, you know, the motivation for me to, to keep going for another year, just to, you know, pick up a paycheck. You know, that ain't me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that, so that's that's why I stepped away. But I, I I can relate to that because my motivation just went down the drain. That's why I stopped. Yeah. And why, why take up and why take up a spot of someone else that can come in and young and hungry and give them an opportunity? Like we we we've done it. We we lived it. It was great. Like yeah. it's all about the the the, the youth coming up. Yep, you're right. So now that you've, the- we've done it and you stepped away, have you ever missed it in these last three years? Only thing I missed is the games. The energy of the stadiums, the, 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 like looking, looking at your teammates before you walk in, go into that tunnel. And when you step on that field and you get them goosebumps and you know, like, this is what you dreamed about as a kid. That's, that's the only thing I miss. Hey, what, when you, when you were, when, when you were in the game, when you were, when you know, when you knew you were having a good game, what is it, I mean, what is it like to, to be Clint Dempsey? When you was on the field and everything, no, seriously, yo, I know we laughing and shit about it, but yo, when you were in your zone, when you felt, you know, what I'm saying, basically unstoppable, because sometimes you were un- unplay, you know, you're unplayable. You know, what did that feel like? Was it more so just because you know you're making every pass or every move was coming off? You know, obviously scoring goals is a big part of you know a uh, big part of that, but you know, what was it like when Clint Dempsey was at the top of the the top level, playing score, his confidence level was through the roof. What did that feel like? I would say it's probably how y'all felt when playing in the big games, you're doing well, like being in the semifinals of Champions League, playing with PSV, playing on those big nights, big occasions, you know, Goose playing in Europe with Stanley Liege, big games with AC Milan, like when things are going good, man, and, and you're playing well and the team's doing your thing and you're playing against great, there's no better, there's no better feeling, there's no better nights to me. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're living it. Like, well, speaking about those nights, Clint, what about the night in Old Trafford when you scored the game winner um, where, where Tottenham hasn't beaten Manchester United in 23 years? That stadium was packed. You're in the opposing stadium. Um, like B said, your big kahunas, your big balls to step up. Tell us about when you were walking out that night, how you felt. Man, after the game, it felt great because that was my first goal for the club. And then the way in which things had to happen to for the move to have worked out to, for me to get there. And then yes. not really having a preseason with the team and 
trying to gel with the team that had a lot of competition for spots in it mm-hmm. to be able to step up in a big moment and to kind of show my worth and a sign of kind of things to come. It, uh, it felt real good, man. It felt, okay, let's get this wave going because just like, you know, bees will tell you anytime you get a goal, man, or you have a good game, Gooch as well, like get a shutout, you get this wave going, you get this kind of rhythm. And it's, you don't want to, you don't want to fall off that. And then when you do, you got to catch the next wave. So it's always about staying on the wave. And anytime you can find a moment that, that gives you that like boost, you got to try to ride it and, and, and take it as far as you can to, to make sure you have a good year. Cause it's always about making the most of every season and putting yourself in a position, to take care of your family. Well, I mean, it seems sometimes that you have no fear, but obviously you're a human being, right? Um, how did you overcome your insecurities and your vulnerability um, leading up to the game? I mean, I, had, I lost a sister. There was, there's no bigger fear than lo- losing a loved one and then not getting a chance to, uh, I don't know, had like a final say with them. Yeah. Yeah. So like going into games, it was like, just control what you can control. That's the amount of work you put into the game and leaving it all out there and knowing that the work that you put in got, got you prepared for that situation and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So there was no fear. Like, I guess the only fear would be not take advantage of the moment, but yeah. it's still the end of the day, it wasn't going to be harder than anything I ever dealt with before. So put things into perspective and what you've dealt yeah. with on your personal side. Yeah. That's great, man. Man, that's huge, man. And and how do you obviously like you know you having kids now and losing a sister? How do you keep her legacy alive within the family and talking about her and stuff like that? I mean, my oldest daughter, her middle name is Spring. My sister's middle name was Spring. Beautiful. And uh, you know, we show them pictures. We go back to visit Texas. We go see the 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 tomb, the grave, the gravestone, and leaf flowers and. Just kind of remind them life is short, make the most of it. And uh, it makes you kiss your babies more. Yes. And be thankful. Definitely. Amen. Definitely. And give flowers when you're finished due. You know, when you see people, I think that's the biggest thing I learned from death, right? And losing people close to you. You see somebody, tell them you love them if you love them and tell them how you feel and, and, and don't hold back from that. Um, I want to speak a little bit about your tandems and your partners that you had as and strikers throughout your career. I mean, you have some amazing people to play with. People like um, Jermaine Defoe, people like, um, you know, Martins, people like Eddie Johnson. Uh, I mean, we can go on and on. But who do you sit back and you think about and say, man, you know, myself with him was my best self? Demarcus Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, I will say, Clint, you know, I, I gave I gave your sister your first ever World Cup goal. So, yes, that, hey, he was, yo, that's 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 he was, he was trying to shoot. Yes. That's my that's my claim to fame. You know, no, Beasley was shooting. You know, yeah, that's shooting. my claim to fame. Hey. Man. <laughs> Hey, that was a great that, that is the def- that is the truth. That is that is my greatest moment in soccer. Wow! Because of Beasley, that's wow. that's that's real right there. Because uh, I mean, I always dream about playing in the World Cup, being able to score a goal, and to have from a player who I looked up to and got a chance to play against. And I mean, I'll, 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 Martins is the player in terms of who I played with that yeah. uh, the having that chemistry. But going back to the B story was like. First time I played against him. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to get What happened? What happened? What happened? They were winning three nothing or two. It was they were. I think they're. I don't know. Who are you playing with? I keep possession. I was like, come on, show me what you. 
And then he no. just like pat, he passed the ball and like laughed, but like I laughed, like laughing at myself, like, man, I know I'm tripping. Like, but at the same time, I want to test myself against the best. Yeah. And B's was, you know, the best in MLS. And he got his move to Europe and was able to do so well. And kind of Gooch was already over there. But like those guys motivate me to kind of, damn, that's the next level. I got to go to Europe, man. I got to get over here and see where it's at. But in terms of players, don't tell him about don't tell him about when when Clemson had this deal with y'all against Furman, though. Don't man, tell him that him. that hurt, bro. <laughs> that hurt. I see you wearing that shirt too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we got a. I think I think y'all might have got a red card where a man down, and then y'all two, two red cards. Well, he makes it even worse. And then they ended up winning the game in overtime because I think you could score and the game's over. Yeah. And uh, I think Luke Barber had <laughs> slipped or something. Y'all went through, scored, and y'all were taking down photos at the on the scorecard. Disrespectful. Man, that was they were disrespectful, man. But uh, hey, now we had, we had some good we had some good battles there. A lot of people, well, nobody really knows you, but besides the, you know, fans only see what you play and. Bees and myself, we played with you, and it's funny that you you're you're bringing up that the story about the first time you played against Bees when you were talking trash, right? That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody really knows the extent of when you're playing or training the zone you're currently in. Like you, Bees, ask you what is it like to be Clint Dempsey? I have no idea what it's like because I love you, like cook food, right? But I know at times in training, you would stab me with a knife if you had one. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you want to fight me with blood raging in your eyes. And then, like, training's over, you'd be like, what's up, brother? You know I love you. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, the <laughs> same thing happened me and Eddie Johnson. We almost got into a national team over something dumb. In the, in the, in the, um, we were roommates. And it's just kind of, that's just how it was, man. It was almost like you felt like you always had to fight for everything. Like coming from a small town and feeling like you never quite could get on teams you wanted to get on yes. when you tried. You wouldn't make get those breaks. And you're finally there. It was almost like you're a wild dog. Like, I got to eat. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I got too many people to take care of. I've, I've come too far to just come this far type of mindset. So... In a way, it helped me to be a, to be better, but at the same time, it also was kind of frustrating that I, I almost had to be that way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To 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 make it because I felt like. But it's almost like look, you would I have say it like this: like you're you're a very soft person, like you you love people, right? You you lovable person. But when you're on that field, it's almost like not to this extent, but like slot time. You know, he it's almost like he has to be in that mode in order to achieve his greatness. And like you, you have that chip on your shoulder or you played with that chip on your shoulder. And whether you say you wish you didn't have it, you can attribute a lot of your success to actually having that and playing with it. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and to be fair, all three of you had that, you know, Gucci. Well, I didn't have it like that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I but but the, Clay came up and he's like, man, I'll kill you. Don't you ever talk about my family? I was like, what are you I ain't afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nothing about your family, man. <laughs> but, but Clint, don't you think we need more of that from American players to us really to be competing on a high World Cup level? Don't you think some players. I think you need, you need people to be willing to get outside their comfort zone, to go in hostile situations and environments. And be able to to deal with those and to, to to figure out a way to be successful. And when when the when 
the chips are stacked against you. The fields are not ideal. The ref is not yes. calling things in your favor. Like you, you got to be in, in, in tough situations and being willing to put yourself in, in difficult environments, whether that is to go overseas and, and to risk like Gooch coming out of college, not knowing what was going to happen. Maybe MLS was getting upset with him for, for going over there, knowing if it doesn't go well over there, it would hurt him in contracts coming back. And it's just being able to like say, I want to put myself around the best environment in terms of testing myself and mm-hmm. see and see if I, uh, this is really for me. And I think you're seeing that with a lot of the youth today of making those, um, taking those risks and going overseas and, 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 and testing themselves. I mean, not to say that you can't start here in the States, but I think at some point, the fighter inside of you has to say, where's the best leagues? Where's the best competition? I have to test myself there. Mm-hmm. How, how do I know outside of the World Cup if I can do it at that level? Definitely, definitely. Um, let's go back a little bit in Texas. I mean, how did you develop that flair and that style? I mean, if you look at now, and as you know, with developing five footballers in your house, how they push in futsal now, they push in pickup. You know, these are things that they kind of, U.S. soccer didn't really honor in the past, right? And you didn't make a youth national team until you was like, what, U-20s? Yeah. Where did you get that from? You know, like, you know. I think I think everybody has to figure out why are they doing what they're doing? Like, mm-hmm. why are you playing the game? What do you, what makes you passionate about the game? What what makes it fun for you to play? For me, I'm not gonna lie, I like it was I liked almost dribbling people more than I like scoring. Yeah. So I was watching like Ronaldinho, Raquel May, uh, you know, I, I was I was Watching a lot of South American style players, you know, I, I was trying to watch their game, see what they're doing, Denilson, uh, and try to like do their moves and take people on. And then, you know, the goals and assists and trying to bring that all together and trying to find that right balance. That's something that I always kind of. Did, did you, know, you have a coach, have you have a coach tell you? Did you have a oh, coach tell you? To, coaches will try to coach it out of you. Yeah, tell you, you dribble too much, Clint. One touch, two I, touch. I, I, I was always the dude that, you know what? If I'm going to fail, mm. I'm going to adapt to what they're doing, but I'm going to fail doing what I love oh, and how I do it. Oh. And if I six, and, and, you know, if I, if it works. Mike, Mike drop work, right there. Mike drop. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say, let me listen to everything that you're saying. And if it still doesn't work out, I won't be able to sleep on myself at night. Yeah. Hmm. Like I gotta put my two cents. I have to put my flavor in this recipe. Otherwise I'm not eating it. Like I have to like play why I love the game. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It wasn't meant to be. It's funny you say that because we were talking the other day and, and Mookie actually brought this up and he said, you know what? Clint's style was before it's time back when we were playing with the national team. Like they weren't ready for that. Like when you first got introduced, like perhaps if you were in this current generation, everybody would be all over you in terms of like your originality dribbling you know the kind of tricks and everything that you'd also try i remember some of your first national team camps with bruce and you'd be trying your little tricks and flips and everybody would be getting on you and be like what the hell are you doing just play it simple and like the next time you get the ball you try it again (laughs) (laughs) you know you're before you know it's just kind of one of those things man it's like i'm not going to be the same as everybody i I have to be who I am, Gooch has to be Gooch, Bees has to be Bees. I mean, you have you have to do – everybody has to adapt within a system. I understand keeping possession is going to make the other team 
have to run more. But there has to be certain points in the attacking third, if you're an attacking player, the right situations, you got to take somebody on and try yeah. something. Once you beat a player, it throws the game out of whack for them because one other player has to step to you. That means another player is going to be open. Then it's your decision. Your decision making after that is: it, Should I take someone on again? Should I do a give and go? Who's the the next open person? Who who am I bringing to 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 make them be at a disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got so you got to take you got to take risks. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah. you're too predictable to play in front of. But yeah. if your team is that good that you can keep swinging it back and forth in the midfield all the way up to to getting it to where you're going to cross the ball or cut it back, find somebody in the box. But we weren't that good. <laughs> to do that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The truth. Yeah. I mean, we truth. were we were pretty good, but we weren't that good. That's the truth. You know, so you had you had you had to have a, a wild some wild cards cards in there. And even if you look at the best teams, I feel like they always have some wild cards there too. You have Very to have hard. someone that can mix it up a little bit yeah. to throw them yeah. off, to throw them a punch that they weren't expecting. Yeah, I got. I gotta say, when you when you're speaking about when, when Mookie asked you about your your uh, your the best player you played with, yo, when you and Seattle, when you and Martins was playing, oh my goodness gracious, y'all, yo, y'all, y'all ran the league. Sure. I mean, the way y'all y'all beat y'all you two players, y'all two beat uh, beat teams, not just defense, the whole team by yourselves. The way y'all did ones and uh, one twos, y'all always looked for each other. Y'all knew each other's runs. Y'all all every time you looked up, you was finding Martins. He was running. Every time he he get the ball, then you do a one two, then y'all score a goal. Y'all in the, in the opponent's half. The whole team didn't have to do nothing. Seattle was just looking back. Papa like, was in there like, too, though. Papa was sli- sliding them through too. Don't Who? sleep on Papa. We had a squad. We had a squad. But yeah, I did. Going back to what Bees was saying, playing with Mar- uh, over Tim Martins was like pickup, man. Yeah. It was like I knew what he was going to do. He knew what I was going to do. We understood. To be success to be successful, we both had to be on. And for us to to be successful would be a success for us to go there in the first place. Because mm-hmm. you know there's pressure on you to succeed yeah. if you're coming in. And you're being a DP, yeah. straight up. You got to deliver. Yeah. So it's like we had to have that conversation. Like for this to work, bro. Like we 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 gonna have to do it, man. It's gonna we're gonna have to make this happen and show everybody what's up. And it was kind of like after that conversation, man. It was like we all we all gonna eat. You know what I mean? Y'all up, and if they ask me, they ask me, who's the MVP? Oba. Yeah. Who 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 needs to get get Oba? Wait, because wait. we all got to eat. I ride for him. He rides for me. Like, what when you have it like that, man? That's when things are going. It was pretty. Yeah, Bees, yeah, was, was Martins in the the the, the top twenty five MLS? He wasn't even mentioned. Wow. I just well, was he? I don't. Yeah, I don't think he was. He wasn't even, he wasn't even on the list, Gooch. Well, I think he was on the list. Was he on the list? I think he was on the list. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. But at the end of the day, does it matter if you're on the list or not on the list? No, no not at all. Who's making Who's making the list? And if you got on it, like, at the end of the day, like, we know what the game's about. We know what we saw. We can appreciate the players. Everybody always is trying to make who's the best, who's the top this. And, but it's like, shoot, we saw it. We, we lived it. We experienced it. Whether you did it for this team, that team, what it was like over in Europe, like, you don't have to put it on a list. Yeah. That's just, my, that's just how I look at it. And even though you, you know said I mean? that, I'm still going to ask this question. Do you think you were better than Landon Donovan and what you did for U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I, I did everything I could have done. I left it out there, bro. I left it out there. People that's knew, my opinion. Knew. 
people knew when it was game time, they looked over, they said, he going to show he, up. Hey, he's, he's that pit. He, can, he went off the chain. He's, he's going like <laughs> I was going, I was going to leave it out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this Landon, obviously Clint, Clint came on the scene later in terms of his, uh, like his aura, right? He was there, but he didn't get the recognition until later. Landon had that earlier, like when bees and Landon were in the national team young. And so it was like a, uh, a lot earlier, I would say, that the contribution in the late lat, latter half of their career, Clint wins hands down to U.S. Soccer, to the to the country, national team, his career, his his last what ten years, close to ten years, five to ten years. That's my yeah, hey Clint, but you, hey, you got to be honest though. Did you you wanted to break that record though? You tied, but you wanted to break that record. I mean. I was trying to break every record I could break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, I had two hard procedures. I was still out there, like, limping, like, let's go. <laughs> they still had me as a sub, and you know what I'm saying? And I was still producing. Even looking at my last years into the time we didn't qualify, my numbers were, were up there, man. Yeah. Like, I had to go into a different role being a super sub, but I, you know, I was there to help the country, help the team. I never turned down opportunity to represent. You know, and whatever it was meant to, for me to have is meant for me to have. I'm not, I'm not tripping. Like I could, I could be done, and it, it is what it is. Someone's gonna come along and break the record. Records are meant to be broken. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't taking all the free kicks, all the corner kicks to try to get my assist up. I started playing as a right. Uh, my first position was a holding midfielder with the national team. True. Then I was an outside midfielder. Wow. <laughs> what are you True. trying to say? All your goals were in PKs. What? I'm not saying nothing. All I'm saying is <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. I did what I I did what I could with what I had and opportunities that were given to me. I sleep at night very soundly about the time with the US and And that's what's you know, about that's what's hey, about. Yeah. Ahead, no, no, go ahead. I was gonna say give me one of your favorite US stories with the national team. I got mine. Shoot, uh, one of my favorite stories, man, and it ain't even gonna be someone else's, it's just like it's like really like me and Bees are in Chicago and we were coming back. Bees went and got dinner with his parents. I got dinner with my parents. And it's like, I don't know, 10 o'clock. Me and Bees, we, we're professional. We show up, we show out. Like we're gonna, we're gonna give it everything I have we have. There was people there trying to snitch on what time you were coming in, like you were doing something bad. And it's like Ooh, like players? Bro, y'all really have people out here snitching, you mean like players like or? trying to catch people. Which with the U.S. team. Nice. I'm saying, who, who was snitching? Players? No. I ain't going to call the person out. It wasn't a player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, they, they're sitting there like they're, like, top-level security. Like, yeah. oh, we're, catching them. we're catching these cats. Yo, that's it's really like, funny. Dude, it's 10 o'clock. I walk, I walk down the street. My parents just got in from a flight and getting a Gatorade and <laughs> some water. And we're just talking and coming back. And then, like, Bees kind of did the same thing. And it's, like, just kind of little things like that, man. Sometimes I just, like, really? Like, yeah. we we grown men. Yeah. Like, if you show – it'd be one thing if you're coming in at 5 in the morning and you're not performing and this and that. But 10 o'clock, come on now. Yeah, I feel you. Hey, but – so, I, you know we got to – you know we got to bring up the, the, the situation since we're on a national team. The the infamous you and Peter on the bus. <laughs> oh hell! <laughs> well, I got I got I got more I got more to that story too. 
You tell your side and I'm going to say what I saw from my eyes. Okay. Go ahead. Right. Here, here's, the, here's the situation. My, my wife is pregnant at the time. With the national team, there was always these rules, like no cell phones, this and that. I was like, shit, my wife's pregnant. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm ride or die for my family, so uh, I'm going to have my phone. And then uh, we go to training and I'm coming back and my phone ain't there. I'm like, who got my phone? I was like, where's my phone? And he's trying to be funny, like, oh, he's not here. I said, like, give me that phone. <laughs> he tried, and, I, and I remember what was said. I'm not going to say this and that, but people knew that I was I was about getting my phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You want to see what was said? Huh? What was said? No, nah, it was like, so, I mean, Clint kind of, he paraphrased it. But it went, it, it went on longer than just the one time. Because mm. Clint was like, yo, give me my phone. It kind of, you know, he was. He was agitated, but still cool in the, at the same in the beginning. He's like, "Yo, all right, give me my phone. My wife pregnant." And Peter was just like, "Nope, I'm not. I'm gonna get your phone." He's like, "Yo, give me my phone." And Peter was like, "No, I'm not giving you your phone." This is what Clint got. He's like, "Yo, give me my motherfucking phone." <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, you can see you can see from the people in the back, you can see how heated he was because you know Peter was trying to be all funny and trying to be. You know, be uh, like like Clint said, Mr. Security, because you can't have phones. But this is real life. His wife is pregnant, so yeah. just in case something happened, he need to have his phone. No but Peter just didn't see that. You know? but, hey, but just to clarify, he was he wasn't the one snitching in, in the story I was telling earlier. Right, he's, he's right. the snitch. Me and B's know who, who we talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and I'll about. tell you, Goose later. You already know too, probably. <laughs> That's one of the many examples that uh, Clint switches into Super Saiyan. <laughs> hey, bro, Dragon Ball Z on them, dog. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It, it just kind of like there was there was like things like that where it, it, I had a lot of respect for him and what and what he's done in his career, Peter, and you know what he was able to do as a coach and bringing that experience to help us out. But like, there were just certain things, man. I don't care if you're the Pope. And when it comes to my family and. My my wife and, and and everybody being safe and healthy. That's the that's one of the things I don't play about. Definitely. Tell you on that, man. <laughs> I was scared when I saw it. I was like, oh snap. <laughs> Dude, you know what's crazy is before that, me and Charlie got into like this little like jokingly like wrestle match. Comes to find out he was like a state champ or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like wrestling. I'm like, oh damn, this is, he's kind of good. <laughs> We're like, oh damn, like. You know, and then like I was playing in that game. I ain't gonna lie, man. I had like a bruised rib, dude. But Charlie I had know, you. I didn't know Charlie, Charlie had you heated ready before, bro. I didn't know he was like the real deal. Like I was like, okay. That's Charlie could have gone pro wrestling. For real. <laughs> I remember that, man. Yo, so maybe maybe you don't want to talk about this, but that was a funny story with Peter. I've heard another story. This is back. Uh, with your club in England in the Europa League finals. Something oh, damn. happened in the locker room. Yeah. I need I need right now for you to set the record straight. What happened? Because all I know is what came out of that was a cast. Yeah. <laughs> he still played. Right? I mean, I mean, the situation was, and this is how I always felt. I felt when other players got injured and they came back, they're right into the team. Then when I had an injury and I came back, it was never like you got right back into the team. But let's let's go back even further. Like, I dealt with five coaches in my first five years there. And every time I'd have to win a starting spot, new coaches come in, I would not be a starter. Yeah. I had to win my starting spot, 
over and so forth is, is kind of what I would have to deal with. Then there was a game that we were playing against, I think it was Hamburg in the, uh, the semifinal of the Europa League. And I was told by one of the player liaisons there, um, or I forgot what his actual role was, but it was like, hey, get ready. You're starting. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I already know I'm starting. Like, why are you calling me? Tell me to be ready. Like, when have I not been ready? You know what I mean? This is after the Juventus game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I figured since I did that, had a strong showing, showing I'm back to fitness that like, all right, well, maybe, you know, things are looking good again. And then when I got there, I found out that I wasn't going to be starting. Another player player was going to get, have to get like an injection or something, but that he was going to, he was going to be able to play. And then I remember like going and walking into the coach's office and be like, Hey, both of them, like, what's up, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, you're not. I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, this is crazy. Like, and when everybody else was in the start lineup and they come back from injury and they show that they're fitness, they get back into the team. It's like, well, it's not like you've been pulling up any trees. I said, what about the goal against Juventus? That was a damn giant red tree. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. And just a, a big just, old tree. Just in context, this is right before the game's about to start. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right before the game's about to start. And I was like, I was like, I don't know who you y'all y'all talk to on a normally basis, but you know, I ain't one of them. <laughs> like y'all got me fucked up, messed up. <laughs> and so like I left the locker room, and I was like, I said something in the locker room. I said, y'all can't tell me that I should be like starting. Uh, there's no way I'm not in this in, in this eleven. There's like a plate of glass. Boy, I reached back. I was like, bam, stuck my fist through it. I didn't think I was going to sit, but I don't know why I was even hitting. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. But, like, I went through it. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I pulled it out. And then, like, my almost my ligaments were, like, coming off and stuff. They stitched oh, me wow. up. I, like, wrapped my hand, played in, the, played in the game, came on as a sub. We ended up uh, winning. I came on in, in the second half. And uh, um, that next morning, I had to get surgery. And I almost severed it enough that it would have been like a long surgery because if you sever the ligament enough, then it has to be like reattached or something like that. So if you ever saw me scoring after that, I was doing this after yeah. I scored in one of the games. And it was like, yeah, even, that even y'all trying to keep me down, I'm still going. You know what I'm saying? First of all, that's wild. Did the whole team see you put, put your fist through the thing? Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I remember, I remember, I walked up to Dixon and Tuhu, and I was like, "I was like, bro, look at these, look at these guys made me do, man. I might have dripping blood all through the whole <laughs> facility." But you know, that was just kind of one of those things where it just built, it built up for me. There's not, there's nothing towards the people that were involved in it or anything like that. It was just kind of like something that had built up to where it's like I had that anger in me that. It was like, man, I felt like every time that I was getting right there, I was getting pushed back or dropped down and had to prove myself again. And, you know, so. Well, I'll was, tell you this, man. First of all, when I heard, I heard secondhand that story by a lot of different people, right? So I needed to hear it from you. But that, what happened to you afterwards and you played and whatever, that shows the respect they had for you. Right, because I know a lot of people. If that would have happened, you could have been like, "Yeah, pack your bags, transfer. You're you're done." Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, how much? How much was that fine? Um, I mean, I don't really remember. I just know that they knew how I was, and anybody who's been around me is kind of like I like. I'm real quick to like to anger to like 
to blow up, but like they know in the end, I run through a brick wall for you. Right. And I think it was kind of like, that's why I never talked about it. There was no need to talk about it. I mean, I had love for the club and, you know, I wanted to help them be as successful as possible. And when I got a chance to get back out there, I kept playing and kept grinding and, and, and had to get back to proving yourself, you know, but it was kind of one of those moments where kind of the emotions caught the best to you and you realize that you're, you're probably in the wrong. I mean, I was definitely in the wrong in the situation, but I had to let it out. Otherwise I was going to go crazy. So it was kind of like, it was a way for me to get almost to vent, Mm -hmm. to speak with somebody. That's, that's, I feel better after that situation as to to keep it in. It would have not been good. Hey, Clint, you think you might need therapy? Shoot. I might have had, man. (laughs) Some some days, man, I'll be happy. And some days I'll be like, man, I don't want to talk. Yeah, so, but we all do. Hey, but Clint, yeah. I want to get back to you doing important things for that club. And obviously, everybody talks about 2010, you scoring that goal against Juventus, right? Amazing goal in Europa. But keep it real. That was a chip to the back post, wasn't it? I mean, for sure, dog. Like, no, 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 no. He was passing that ball. No, he was passing that ball to the back the field, post to the striker. I mean, I'm coming on the field. I'm trying to I'm trying to make something happen. I'm oh, shooting God. straight up. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> I told everybody, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. But if it is a pass, it's a bad damn pass. It ain't to nobody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous pass regardless. That's what you're trying to say. But, but the crazy thing about that story, and yeah. uh, maybe some people have heard it, was I was wearing Nike boots that I wasn't supposed to wear until Ooh. the weekend. They were launching them. So I almost got someone like fired over wearing those shoes. Yeah. But I ended up scoring that goal. So he went from almost getting fired to almost getting a raise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to happen like that. And uh, I mean, I felt bad for putting, uh, you know, the Nike guy in that situation. But that was me coming back from eight, eight weeks of being out. Um, and, you know, they were saying that it was worse than what it was. It was a PCL uh, grade one or something where you had to keep your uh, legs straight for like so many weeks and then kind of work your way yeah. back. Yeah. So. Anytime you see someone do that slide where they're on their knees celebrating, I'm always like, ooh, I hope they don't get too hard because that's how you get that PCO. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, talk about, you know, you opening so many doors as well as bees, as well as Gooch on the transition from American players going overseas and playing in top leagues. Uh, do you watch the current players now? And who really caught your eye and who do you really like or you get excited about? Man, I mean, I, I like watching that desk player from Barcelona, Pulisic. Um, I like uh, Gio Reyna. I like yeah. it, I like his story um, yeah. in the sense that he's had to deal with the same tragedy True. that I had in losing a family member. Yeah. And I think that adds to his resolve and his character. And I'd like to, uh, you know, like to see him keep doing well, like what he's been doing. Yeah. Um, and it's just good to see players like McKinney as well. And uh, Tyler Adams just being at big clubs and, and performing well and and it just helping the, the 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 U.S. team get stronger and I just look forward to watching them play in bigger games and truly getting tested yeah. and seeing how they perform because I think it's going to be real exciting and going to give a buzz back to the American crowd and being able to go to their games and feel passionate again about who they're supporting. What would be your biggest advice you would give them? Oh, man, I would say control what you can, leave it all out there on the field and know that the hard work that you put in, it was going to it's going to pay off and always stay hungry. Mm-hmm. Keep 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 trying to improve and grind and, and compete. Don't be punching. Because, uh, 
Always stay hungry. Just, don't, I like punch, that. don't punch a hey, don't punch a window for sure. Never <laughs> punch a window. Well, well listen, Always stay hungry. I, I know you got daddy duties. And we just want to say, you know, uh, how fortunate we are to have you on here first, but as well just to catch up and how proud of are, we are of you um, as a father, not even as a footballer. You know what I mean? And I don't know about these guys, but I've never really been fishing before. So, you know, we got to do a fishing trip. I've been, I've been fly fishing. You do fly fishing? Damn. I've done it before. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I've had fish you got hey, to whip that one. <laughs> you whip yeah. That one you, yeah you got to yield that line. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, yeah. my pops took me fly fishing a couple of times when I was. I've been younger. to Red Lobster a couple of times. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> no, I don't count. Man, that. don't let him lie. He goes to the finest restaurant. <laughs> you got that high, high taste, boy. <laughs> Yo, yeah, respect, Clint. Yo, you know, love you like a brother, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, much, hey, much love. Good to finally catch up with y'all. It's been too long. So, Michelle, hope our paths cross again soon. Michelle. Michelle, Clint. Appreciate it, man. All right, much love. Y'all be good. Yeah, you Take too, care. boss. Well, he didn't know how to put a camera on, but he knew how to, uh, to exit Turn it right off. Right? <laughs> Usually, I'd exit them out. He was, he, he, he the deuce master for real. <laughs> He the deuce master for real. What do you say about that, man. No, nah, he dropped some bombs. He dropped some some knowledge. We thought, I, I, yo, even the even the, the small detail about when he celebrated, he was doing this. Like he did it because of you know what I'm saying when he. Uh, in I thought it was Tony Ayo. Yeah, know I didn't mean. know. Yeah, but you know things like that. I played with I played with Clint for I don't know how many years. National team. We've been roommates. You know what I'm saying the story he was telling about Chicago. We're roommates. You know what I'm saying like just things that you, you know you just don't know. So, man, just catching up with Clint because it's been a while. Uh, it was good to hear hear his voice, see the man doing well, his family's doing well, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him do big things. Hopefully, I'm I'm gonna ask you off off camera who who, who the snitches were. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell y'all camera, I tell y'all camera. Well, Gooch, take us away, brother. Oh, Clint Dempsey, man, out of hibernation after multiple years, dropping gems like B said, the man's life legacy career is is in the books right um, and for me how humble he is right and he's the same clint today as he was when he first started kicking a soccer ball and i can't tell you how much pride i have for him for that and forget all of his, his accomplishments and what he's achieved like the fact that he stayed humble and he's a family man and he stayed grounded for me that that's the uh, ultimate sign of success so I salute him, man. I appreciate that. Definitely, man. Bees? I, I ain't got nothing to add after that. Yes, no, you I just, do. I like, no, I don't. Subscribe. But, oh, yeah. Man, that's, that's y'all thing. Y'all do the like, subscribe, and then all that content. Go ahead. Say what you got. Go ahead, Oh, uh, man. No, nah, but ahead. I, I want to say... Uh, this um, show is sponsored by Bet Online. Make sure you go check out betonline.ag. And it's been real. One love to the crack crew. And we see y'all next time. Peace. 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 Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.